Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I am Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. And I'm Scott Corelli from DuelingGenre.com. Welcome, Scott. Hi. Glad to be here. Yes, thank you. It's great to have you here. <laughs> yeah. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way to say that. Today we're talking about... Kiki's Delivery Service, Minute 76, which starts with Kiki standing at her table, and it ends with Gigi meeting his lady friend. Ooh. Good old Gigi. Good old Gigi. <laughs> so, Scott, uh, again, welcome. I've been listening to uh, some of your coverage of Evil Dead 9, otherwise known as <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I view all of Sam Raimi's filmography as just entries in the Evil Dead series. Uh, that's a fun way to look at it. <laughs> so, as, uh, uh, that baseball one, that was a weird one. That was a weird, that one. Was a weird one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so by my count, I, some of them are zero, like Murder Eat. Mur, it's Murder is Evil Dead Zero. Mm. Crime Wave is, is Evil Dead 1.5. And Dark Man is Evil Dead 2.5. But then after that, it's pretty much... I think that makes perfect sense. I see no flaws in this whatsoever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, yeah, you, uh, you've you covered Spider-Man 2. And we were talking, we've mentioned it before on this podcast. It's basically the same movie as this same one. Movie. <laughs> yeah. According to you, it's the same exact <laughs> movie. According to the most authoritative source... Me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty close. It's pretty close. <laughs> we get it. They get. This is the week that it gets really, really close. So I wanted to have have you on the show. So I'm so glad you could join us. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I I wish I wish Spider Man Two had a blimp in it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be epic. <laughs> we it is are... a train, but not a blimp. Uh... <laughs> I am uh, looking for, uh, you know, there are uh, several James Bond po- co- uh, James Bond podcasts out there, mm-hmm. but I don't know anybody that's done a view to a kill yet. Mm. Uh, so uh, I think just James Bonding probably, but yeah, but James Bonding is like uh, they're like a list celebrities <laughs> in the podcast sphere. So yeah, we'll see. But I mean, it would be interesting to have somebody give a perspective, like on the you know. Because A View to the Kill has also a, somebody dangling from a blimp. Mm, that's as, true. Yeah. You could reach out plans. to the Rocketeer guys. Uh, yeah. There's a blimp that. and a Timothy Dalton. So <laughs> <laughs> you get both. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's jump in. All right. So, yeah, we, we joined Kiki again. She's it's not doing too great, <laughs> to say the least. She's kind of in a funk. Yeah, so last time we were here, Kiki had just stormed off from meeting with Tombo, her her new friend in this town. She just stormed off after sh- she met some Air of his friend. friends. <laughs> yes, in quote friends. There are some, maybe some romantic implications there, but we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of them having a platonic friendship, at least for now. For now. For now, yeah. So she walks over to her bed. She's, we learn here, if we didn't learn it before, when she makes her bed, 
she puts the covers over, over. the pillows. I, I wanted to get your guys' <laughs> stance on this Opinions. on this issue. Um, I'm not fully opposed to it. I I don't make my bed like this. I have the pillows visible above the blanket, on top of the blanket, or the mm. blanket is folded so that the pillows are visible on the mat on the yeah. That's the way I make my bed too. Yeah, I have a more complicated situation. Oh, um, my 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 the pillows that I sleep on are under the covers when we make our bed, but then we have like the the decorative pillows that go oh. on top. Mm. Yeah, like, so there's like a there's a decorative layer, and then the <laughs> true layer is underneath <laughs> the blankets. Do you have? Are they are they regular sized? What makes them decorative? Uh, there are there are two that are in like a duvet cover, and then there's uh, like the giant pillows that go in front of those. Uh, it's a it's a whole it's a whole process. It's a whole thing, yeah. <laughs> it's I think I've seen thing. this set up like in yeah. some luxury hotels. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of steps. Like the one uh, pillow that goes all the way across, like a queen bed. Yeah, like and it's like it's something. like got a colored just it's like a single color cover of on the pillow just to accentuate the white of the sheets. Mm-hmm. So maybe Kiki's just waiting to get enough cash to get a decorative yeah. pillow for her bed. Yeah. She's trying to build up the muscle memory of this step. This, yes, this the first layer. <laughs> you have to have the foundation down before you can go anywhere else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The the collapse on the bed though, I mean, we're just we're aren't we all Kiki in this yes. moment? <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure I've done this a couple times after I'm done with my school day or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Where I'm just staring at a screen for four hours and once I'm done I'm just zeroed out. <laughs> it's it's a very satisfying flop on the bed. It is. Yes. And with no music, I mean we get that we can hear that flop pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. And we see her flats. I mean, we are we know she's wearing flats, but it yeah. She doesn't take off her shoes when she gets into the when room. When she uh, comes into her room. But this is technically in Stockholm, right? Yeah. Well, this mm-hmm. is some some, some Scandinavian country, yeah, Swedish-like country, which is situated on the east of some continent. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because the score is is sort of like French sounding yes. like vaguely french sounding yes especially with the accordion oh, yeah. Totally, yeah everywhere yeah. yeah very ratatouille-esque yes <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes yeah and then uh, Gigi comes in yep Gigi comes in and he is there <laughs> and did you guys there's a weird video i assume this is like from the video encoding did you guys catch like a weird video stutter Right in the middle here, like on second 33. I assume this is just an artifact from like whatever rip that we have when we ripped mm. it. Something. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw whoa. It. What? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's probably a glitch. Yeah. 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 In the system. <laughs> yeah. I will say while watching this minute to prepare, um, my cat cannoli was uh, very curious about Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> apparently they used a real cat to do the voice here uh because uh she was like full attention whenever uh Gigi spoke my so. cat was yeah was perked up his ears as well when i was reviewing this minute yeah <laughs> it definitely sounds like a real cat mm-hmm. 
meow sample or something like that. Maybe someone bought, brought a cat into the the Foley studio. Into the studio. Yeah. And tried their best to get these two meows out. Yeah. And she says, I think something's wrong with me. And do you, Chico, did you, are you familiar with this, the Japanese phrase here? Watashi te dokashiteru. Dokashiteru. Yeah. I'm very, very familiar with this phrase. And <laughs> <laughs> that I, there's, it's hard to, with any language, it's hard to like get an equal phrase of it in English. But there's something wrong with me is, is pretty accurate or like something's up with me. Yeah, my di- my dictionary. Something's wrong with uh, not right in the head, not oneself, crazy, nuts. Yeah, something's wrong. Because whenever someone asks like, doka shiteru, it's like, oh, is something wrong? Okay. What's you up know? with you? Is something up with you? Yeah, That's what's right. up with you? So hmm. she's not feeling great. She doesn't look great. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely in a funk yeah well i mean the the next bit about the making friends and then suddenly can't bear to be around any of them i mean that's just i mean that's like full-blown depression kiki yeah yeah the uh, this movie goes there and that like it it like kind of in this moment shows what like burnout looks like and what it does to a person and their morale you know Hmm. yeah there's a really good video essay I multiple probably, but um, the one that I'm thinking of, I think, was Patrick Willems. He did a uh, video essay about Kiki's delivery service right around a time where he was feeling really burnt out on doing these video essays. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, and and so like he he was doing one about Kiki, and it was just like, oh my god, Kiki is me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this really great revelation in the video essay. It's really great. Yeah. <laughs> There was um a time, there's always a time on Twitter, because I follow a lot of artists on Twitter, and there's always like a phase every year where everyone is burnt out and they all collectively watch Kiki's Delivery Service, and they always yep. tweet something like, Kiki's Delivery Service is a great depiction of what being an artist is like. Yeah, yeah. And they're not yeah. wrong. It's just... Well, it was made by an artist. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So did you, you've read the book, right, Chico? I read some of the book. Some of the book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there this, is this one of, I know the book is more episodic. Yes. Like a collection of so, kind of kiki stories. Yeah. Um, is one of them kiki burns out? <laughs> uh, I can't remember. I think, I think it's more like kiki messes up. And then people have like a bad image of her and then she okay. has to work through that. But this is... This feels more like a Miyazaki. This feels very much more like a Miyazaki um, storyline. Yeah. Where it's a it's a self it's a character self dilemma instead of like a worldly dilemma mm-hmm. in the story. Yeah, he's much he's much more about like overcoming challenges rather than defeating evil. Yeah. In his movies. So Scott, when did uh, What's your kind of history with this movie? When did you first see this movie? Um, I want to say, I don't know. It's hard to tell because time has no meaning right now. But <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I want to say I want to say it was only like three or four years ago that I saw it for the first time. I've never been uh, like a, I was never like an anime guy growing up. And it was mostly because I thought anime was like all Dragon Ball Z stuff. Yeah. Um, which wasn't my vibe. 
and uh and it was like the only thing that my friends who liked anime would watch is stuff uh dragon ball z or dragon ball z adjacent and so i just kind of dismissed the whole that whole craft uh for a really long time and then i saw your name and it blew me away and then i wanted other stuff like your name and Mm -hmm. uh somebody suggested that i watch all of the studio ghibli stuff because it's got that more slice of life vibe that your name has and then i started falling in love with everything that studio ghibli was doing so yeah yeah (laughs) they're all great they're all great yeah (laughs) that's what this podcast is about (laughs) yeah 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 this one in particular though i think is it's hard to say which one is my favorite but i i think it is kiki uh it's either kiki or totoro but i Mm -hmm. think it's more so kiki uh just because I, I don't know. I mean, you know, again, it's that artist thing of like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's ter- certainly the most relatable, I think, of all of them. And I think if I think if you've if you've uh, suffered like a major loss, I think that uh, Totoro um, can kind of get to you. Uh, but I think anybody who's a creative person or has turned something that they saw as a hobby into a career, um, I think. Kiki's delivery service is, uh, you know, hashtag relatable. Yeah, it's right up their alley. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite with Studio Ghibli. Because mm-hmm. I really like Howl's Moving Castle just like as like an appreciation of art because that movie yeah. is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful. And the score for it is amazing. Yeah. But I think on like a, I guess like an emotional level, Kiki is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. I will always have a soft spot for my neighbor Totoro because I did watch that multiple times every day as a child. Yeah. <laughs> to a <laughs> to an extreme degree. <laughs> you know. I think we all had movies like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just switching off. This will give you an idea of Chico's personality. It was switching off between Totoro, my neighbor Totoro, and uh, Forbidden Planet. <laughs> with Robbie the robot. <laughs> mm-hmm. also, she also watched that quite a bit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's what we had. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fascinating combination. <laughs> yeah. So here I am doing a podcast. <laughs> it's just how it goes. That's how life goes when those are your two movies as a kid. <laughs> I guess Robbie the robot and Totoro have a have, a, have something in common. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Kiki doesn't get any sympathy from Gigi. No, Gigi's very no. dismissive today. And this is is this the first time we've heard him actually now? Yes. Does Gigi even understand her right now? Because she's like not using. Because as she'll discover later, there's like magic issues happening. And she like realizes that he's not speaking English, and so like does that go both ways? That is a like great, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, I, <laughs> like is she sitting here just like oh, oh the oh 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 no? <laughs> okay, well maybe I'll come back later and she'll I'll be able to understand what she's saying. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, I think Gigi's like a normal cat here. So mm-hmm. let me follow up. Okay, follow up question. Does Gigi understand other people besides Kiki? And if he does, is that only is that only because of Kiki's magic? 
Because hmm. he's he's never directly talked. Wait, <laughs> let me think about this. Yeah, I'm trying to think <laughs> back through the movie and say, you know, has he ever really responded directly? Like when another person talks, has he ever like responded to that? He's only responded to something someone has said to Kiki when they're not around. Mm. You know oh, what I mean? He's like, yeah, that's he's right. like her familiar, right? Yeah. yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So. We never, yeah, he never like, and it's almost like, you know, oh, he doesn't want to reveal that he can talk <laughs> yeah. by talking in front of other people. But that may mean, that may have another meaning. Is like, Yeah. But he did openly talk to Kiki in the supermarket when she's buying things, you know, pointing to a cup that has a that has his likeness yeah, we, on it. We don't know if anybody else was in the aisle, though, do we? That is true. I feel like there was another woman, but that might have been a cut, you know, like of a different, like a short cut between time of like mm. Kiki being in an aisle and then finding something. But Gigi has talked to Kiki about things that people have said to her, like the party she was invited to and like the amount of time she has left. But I do not know if that's because he can understand other people or if it's because she told him she told him or other... he just has a great social inclination. <laughs> He's good at reading the room. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I wish my cat was good at reading the room. <laughs> I feel like I opened up a can of worms for you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, this is kind of. This is why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're here. This whole debacle of Kiki's magic and how it works is a heavy topic. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, speaking as an, uh, an engineer or a software engineer, I mean, that's when you learn the most about a system is when it fails. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And it's failing right now, so I guess. Yeah. Yes, we're seeing all kinds of aspects of it. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, it kind of raises the issue, is is he really... Does he get it? Is it really it? speech? Oh. Like, if it only happens when she's alone with Kiki, is it more a kind of mind-to-mind thing, or, I mean, is it is it a kind of... Uh, is is her magic just like like a like an internal translation? Exactly. Thing? Mm, maybe. It's being expressed as speech in this film. But, like, to other people, she's just talking to a cat. To a cat. Like the, yeah, and the cat is just meowing. Well, that's what we're saying is that to other, it never under it. It only happens when she's alone with Gigi. So. Yeah, Gigi never speaks or like meows in front of people. Oh, he's only ever so other like two other people. The question never comes up because other people never see her talking with. Mm-hmm. Well, Gigi. she did talk with Gigi like while she was doing chores for the old lady. Yeah, we 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 talked about it. I'm <laughs> like we were wondering is the maid is the maid in the room when she's changing the light bulb? I don't think yeah. we Yeah. Why do I feel like she was? I don't think. Cuz I don't think we reached a definite answer that she was. Okay. I'm say she wasn't. Okay. That's my th- that's my hypothesis. Right okay, now. to support our hypothesis for this current question, we are going to say that she was not in the room at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder I think I would say it's magic and kind of like a one-to-one thing. Mm. So it may not even be speech. Maybe not. I mean, it could be like telepathy is what I'm saying. But it's 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 depicted it's... as speech in the film, so we as viewers can understand it. I guess. <laughs> Maybe I'm reading. I'm I'm reading. I'm getting way reading way too much into it. Well, my question now is. 
if that's how it's working, so because her magic isn't working, she can't understand Gigi. What does Gigi want right now? Like, he, he came home, walked in, meowed a couple of times, and then bailed. So, like, was he just coming in to be like, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my girlfriend? <laughs> or... <laughs> Listen, I know like, you're really what? in a funk right now, but I have a lady waiting for me right now, so I'm going to go yeah. do that. Just let you know I won't be back until really late. So don't wait up. <laughs> don't wait up. I, yeah. I don't need dinner. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Kiki's magic made him more human-like, which is why he dislikes other cats so much in the beginning. Mm. You know what I mean? So you're saying well, cats that- in general don't love other cats right away. Yeah, that is true. That's true. But now I'm saying, uh, now I'm wondering if his being attracted to his lady friend is actually what throws a wrench into the whole magic. Oh my gosh. Equilibrium. Now that Kiki's a third wheeler, it's just everything is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it should be the other way, but it's not. I think if this was. <laughs> If this was an Austin Powers movie, it would be about Kiki losing her mojo, and it's because somehow Gigi threw her mojo out of balance. Yeah. (laughs) If this were an Austin Powers movie, that's probably how it would go. Well, thankfully it's not. Yeah, thank God. (laughs) Do not need to see that. But yeah, Gigi's more cat-like in that he's so dismissive. Yeah, I mean, his, his, I mean, I think Scott, you have a, it's a great question. Like, what is, Gigi comes up on the bed and he's saying, does he still have this, he still has the same attitude, the same thoughts that he would, we just, just don't Gigi understand doesn't understand him. him. Yeah. You would assume anyway. And he doesn't, it looks, it seems like he doesn't understand her either. Because he's reacting to her the way a cat would react yeah. to yeah. a human yeah. talking about their depression to them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which is to say, I don't care. Which is, mm, okay, I'm leaving now. I don't know what any of that means. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds rough. Anyway, I'm going to (laughs) go. Anyway, since you're not going to be giving me attention at the moment, I'm leaving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so he leaves and we see him, uh, at least he he meets his uh, lady friend. Do you remember her name? Does she have a name? Her name is Lily. Lily. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and that's where we end it. Yeah, that's the minute. Do you have anything else? Not really. <laughs> okay, we'll get into more of the uh, the uh, correspondences with uh, Spider-Man Two. <laughs> uh, later. We uh, got we got all week. Minutes. Yeah, we got all, all week. week. Okay. All right. Well, um, catch us here tomorrow then on uh, Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. minute.